You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Milbon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, and a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Charlotte's beer scene just might be the best in the world, and the folks at Noda have played no small part in that. Really, that's an understatement because Noda Brewing has been leading the way for Charlotte beer since they opened in 2011. It's been 11 years. They've also gone out of their way to support the Charlotte community, including being a sponsor of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. 11 years later, they're still leading the way with their amazing beer and commitment to improving the Queen City as well as the entire craft beer scene. Today, we're joined by Ashley Roth from Noda Brewing. Ashley is the brains behind some of your favorite NODA events, a mastermind when it comes to logistics. She is always ready to find a way to make things happen. We're excited to have her here today. Ashley, that's quite a lot to live up to, girl. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, no pressure or anything. No pressure. Right. I mean, we, we're going to have to hear some of these ideas. DC Lucchese is along with us this morning. Mm -hmm. Good morning, DC. I say good morning all the time, and uh, who knows when, right? Who knows if it's a good morning? You could be <laughs> winging it, man. It could be a terrible morning. Yeah. Well, it's good. <laughs> it's it's always morning, good. It's, it's a just, great morning. You know, whenever it is. Yeah. So um, let's start at the beginning, Ashley. Uh, when did you join the NODA team, and how did that all work out? And, you know, we, before the show, talked about things happen for a reason, and of course, you you've got a smile on your face. So it looks like you're very happy where you have landed. How did that all work out for you? Yeah. Um, I absolutely love working at Noda. So I started here actually two years ago, almost to the day. All right. Ooh, very um, exciting. Yeah. And you know, I was just, it was COVID at the time. Mm -hmm. Things were very uncertain. I had lost some jobs and I had a friend that worked at Noda that was like, Hey, we're looking for people you should join. So I applied just as a bartender. Um, and then within a couple of months, Jamar, who at the time was the general manager, was like, you've got a pass in marketing and events. I think you'd be great for this position. And then, yeah, here I am now. I love me some Jamar. Oh, He's yeah. Good as they come. Man, yeah. Well, that's great. So did you have a background in marketing or did you just kind of have a knack for things and speak up? And they're like, oh, this Ashley girl's got some good ideas. Like, yeah. <laughs> we've got to plug her um, in. No, so I did have a little bit of a marketing background. I was the marketing director um, for a industrial hardware company in Concord. I also did social media for some restaurants there, as well as another brewery in Concord called 26 Acres. Um, and I had done their events as well. That's awesome. And so now your current position is, tell, tell us about that. What, what kind of fun things do you like dreaming up? It, what defines an event or is it is it like hey no holds barred whatever <laughs> whatever whatever we can yeah. dream up we we're willing to give it a try and i mean that's pretty much it um i've really enjoyed this role for the fact that there's kind of no limits i mean they're constantly encouraging me to think of you know bigger and better ideas which is almost kind of what led to us hosting the queen city jam session um and this being our first year mm -hmm. so I was looking at ways that, you know, we could increase exposure, get more guests in, and just overall for a great time. Um, and it kind of ties in with our expansion construction. 
we um, acquired this lot right next to the brewery for additional parking. And when I saw it, I was like, this would be a great space to hold future concerts, possibly a festival, because when's the last time we've seen like a true Charlotte music festival here in the city? Which um, minute, yeah. yeah, and so that's kind of where the idea for this started. Um, and I, I would say that without Noda Brewing, I might not have had that opportunity. Well, then talk it now. Let's, let's get specific here. Tell us about this Queen City Jam Fest. This is big. This is exciting. And it's and it's going to be, like you said, time with all this construction that's going on on the property. Lay it on us. Yeah. Um, so first things first, with the Queen City Jam Session, it is the first you know inaugural year of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now we've got 40 bands secured. It's a three-day music festival, August 19th, 20th, and 21st. Um, Friday will start off in the afternoon, evening, and then you'll have all day access Saturday and Sunday. Um, and we've got lovely local artists and we've got some Grammy award-winning artists as well. So we've got O'Teal and friends. We've got Victor Wooten. We've got blue, uh, um, sorry, blanking for a second. Oh, the so lineup, that's an incredible lineup. I mean, it, 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 I don't care what kind of music you like, you're going to be able to find something on this list. Yeah, I mean, so basically we try to be as diverse with this lineup um, as possible. So Friday, you'll notice we have a little bit more soul, jazz, Mm R&B. Saturday is going to be more of like your indie pop, a little bit of jam band, um, Americana. And then Sunday, you're really going to have more jazz, bluegrass, um, rock and roll style. So each day is a little bit different. I think the whole lineup for the whole weekend is amazing. So I suggest going to all three days, but (laughs) I think there's something for everyone each day. I got to ask, do you have any favorites? Like are, are any of them like I handpicked this one because I love their music. Yeah. So fun thing is most of these bands, this didn't fall in the genre that I typically listen to. Um, since we've been planning this, I've obviously been listening, um, to all of them on Spotify. Mm -hmm. I think some of my favorites, um, the nude party was one of them infamous string dusters, which I feel like is a fantastic fan with a lot of fantastic group. Yeah. Um, I'd also say fireside collective was one and Victoria, Victoria. Those are some of my favorites personally. And do they fall into a particular genre that you enjoy or are they diverse in, in what they play? Um, actually a little bit diverse. Um, I'm more of indie pop. So Saturday is looking like more of my favorite day, which is where Victoria Victoria comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, infamous string dusters, again, more jam band, which I didn't actually think I would like until I started listening to them. And it's just one of those, it's the middle of summer, you're out at the lake you're at the pool you're drinking a beer and like it's just total chill music that's great yeah it'll be fun this this has to be i, I mean i speak from experience because putting together something like the novant health charlotte marathon isn't easy but it is in addition to being exhausting you you love the challenge of it um and then and then you go through the three-day festival and you're like I, you know, this is a, this is a weekend that I'm really looking forward to, but I'm dreading at the same time because Mm -hmm. it's just like, I know how much it's going to take to get this to go right. And you don't want anything to go wrong, you know, including the weather. But then when it, once it's over, it's like, oh, that was so much fun. I, you know, it's worth the work. You absolutely love it. People, most people 
congratulate you. Great job. Love it. Can't wait till next year. Things like that. Talk about the process of planning for this. It can't be, I mean, you're talking about 40 bands, logistics in and out. Where do fans park? People that are coming to the brewery, where do the bands park? How do you, the electricity that you need? Uh, like it's gotta be an incredible task. It is. Um, and this is my first time planning a music festival. I mean, go big or go home, right? Yeah, um, totally. So 40. I'm, yeah. I'm learning a lot, but luckily we are also partnering with Max Music. So they have been a just wealth of knowledge um, and resource in helping us plan this. So they secured all the bands. They have obviously the experience with that. Um, so they've been a huge, tremendous help learning all about setting up a stage. I mean, I had no idea about any of that and mm -hmm. just how much you actually need to plan in advance. We usually have um, a meeting once a week and we've been doing this since about February. And I mean, when I say it's, we didn't have a lot of time to really plan this. We just started and then we have been go, go, go ever since. Like there's no time to sleep. It's just, Hey, we got to confirm these bands. Hey, we have to confirm that we have the stages. Um, securing sponsorships and making sure that what we're doing is the right thing. And with this being in August, one of the hottest months mm -hmm. where you don't know if it's going to be a hundred degrees or you don't know if hurricane season is going to start early. Mm -mm. Um, no. It's making sure that we make this the best experience possible. So we want to have enough shade. We want to have enough water. Um, we want to have enough, you know, emergency plans or backup plans like beer. we want to make sure that this is as safe <laughs> enough and beer. fun as possible gotta have enough yeah. beer yeah, gotta have enough oh, beer we don't run out of beer oh wow it's like if we if we run out of beer we can't afford to pay the bands if we if you guys run out of beer i would say that would be a successful <laughs> I weekend that would right be a <laughs> weekend. Yeah. it would really sad at the same time <laughs> so i so i i gotta ask you i mean a, just a dumb question but like why august then if it's you know the risk of hurricanes and the the heat and everything why not a nice crisp fall or spring weekend um yeah so mainly we wanted to do this this year before possibly someone else got this idea right mm -hmm. um and with the fall, there were just so many other things happening in Charlotte with other music festivals and with availability of musicians mm -hmm. um, that left August to be the perfect time of year. There's not a lot of music festivals. There's not a lot going on. Um, so that kind of puts us in a unique spot to be one of the only events going on for August. That's great. Well, yeah, you got to find you got to find a niche, right? I mean, you you don't really want to compete with. 10 other things happening and it's like, mm -hmm. eh, yeah. we kind of got a diluted crowd here because everybody's off doing something else. Exactly. I mean, obviously for next year, um, you know, if this is successful, which I think it will be, oh, yeah. we're going to start planning immediately after this event. So we have more time um, and can pick our ideal date that we would want. That's great. So uh, I got to ask how have Todd and Susie been with, with all of this They're to me, like, the culture at Noda has to be like one of the best places to work. So I can't imagine that they've been anything less than supportive and encouraging, but what you like, how do they play along with this and, and get involved or are yeah, they hands so off? They're, they're super excited. Um, but I, I would say they are a little bit more hands off with this. Um, so who I'm working with closely is Jacob, uh, who is the director of operations, who is Todd and Susie's son. 
Okay. So he has been hands-on with it. Obviously we take the guidance from Susie and Todd, but they've more been hands-off trusting us to make the decisions and know what's best for this event and for this venue. For those of you who are not in the loop, that is Todd and Susie Ford, the owners and founders of No Dog Brewing, just for folks that may not know who we're talking about. Brewmasters extraordinary. Oh, there's something else. Yeah, something else. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Seriously, I've been amazing yeah. people to work for. Oh, I'll bet. Absolutely. I'll bet. Absolutely. And so, there's a bunch of other stuff going on too, right? Yeah. We've got a huge construction project going on. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, so finally construction has started. It has been in the process for some years now, obviously with everything going on in the mm-hmm. world, there have been setbacks with um, supplies, permits, everything of that nature. So we're finally expanding our mm-hmm. brewery here at the North End location. Um, and so basically we're just expanding our production, getting more sto- like storage space, cooler space, and basically where the silo is now mm-hmm. um, and that front entrance on Tryon, we're expanding the building all the way to 32nd Street. So essentially that exit or entrance won't be there anymore and your entrance will be on 32nd Street. Mm-hmm. We're also creating one big paved parking lot. So our main parking lot and what we consider overflow parking lot, which has been the dirt lot next to mm-hmm. it, will be one giant parking lot. Or, so or a lot mud lot when it rains. It'll be paved though, it'll be yeah. paved. The new, the new plan is paved, right? right. Yeah, I, you know, I think you should go right to, to to parking deck on this one. You know, I mean, oh, I think would big, love a parking right? deck. Go big or go home. You said it. <laughs> yep, I did That's say it. I, I can't say, say that I haven't suggested that. Okay, well, good. We'll get there uh, one day. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Well, yeah. that's fantastic. I mean, that's yeah. such good news for the local craft beer scene, and yeah. um, <clears throat> for those who. Um, have been following along with the marathon we have had a series of medals that um that have been kind of designed to offer a glimpse of what charlotte is really known for and we've done one on stock car racing and our heritage with stock car racing we've done one on the financial industry and you know banking because of uh the banking that we've uh had and last year we did greenways just because of our incredible network of greenways to run and exercise on and this year's is we call ourselves the craft beer capital of the world you know so i think we have like if we're not it i don't know why because you know we have a great um selection of craft beer i you know my opinion is no is the best but um there are others out there and i think we all agree it's it's great to have that competition and and to push each other and to make each other better and and to have uh you know at least the right to claim that yeah i think the beer community in charlotte is absolutely amazing um it's super supportive and, and encouraging so i work with several people uh and other you know, different breweries and honestly, just to make initiatives happen, events happen, and just to work together and collaborate. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, I would like, I can't speak for all of the beer community, but I think we're all just one big team at the end of the day, because if one of us succeeds, it helps everyone succeed at the end of the day. Oh yeah. The rising tide lifts all boats, right? Oh yes. (laughs) 
Without a doubt, without a doubt. That's great. Yeah. In any other projects that you've kind of got tucked away that uh, are are in the future that you can talk about? Break some news for yeah. us. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah here we go. Um, so I think the most exciting thing and something that everyone has been waiting for, at least one of the, the most questions I get asked, is when is OG going to come back? Oh yeah. And we finally have an answer that we will be reopening the OG late July, early August. There you go. And for those who are unaware, Tim, tell us what the OG is. The OG is the original location on North Davidson Street, which coincidentally is where we get the name Noda and Noda Brewing Company. Shut the front door. Yeah. There you go. Yes. We are very excited. Um, you know, we're trying to open it with the Lippmann's Food Hall and then Seoul, which is opening up. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the Greenway. Um, it's just the perfect location right now. And we're very excited to open it up. We have been working tirelessly for the past few weeks to get this up and running. Yeah. Um, very excited. I've actually never worked with a company and had that location open. So. Oh, wow. That's right. Because you've been there for two years and that's been OG's been offline for for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, about so, two years yeah. ever since COVID. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been interesting to watch the growth of that whole corridor north of Uptown as the light rail has gone in, and <clears throat> you know all the the living communities. Cortland is in there, and mm -hmm. we'll plug for one of our partners. Um, they're they're right there on uh, Parkwood near Noda, yeah. and um, and everything else that goes with it around it you know the, the the breweries the grocery stores the the places to shop the places to eat the places to work out and uh it it's becoming a you know a, a better and better uh version of itself and and it was always a fun kind of eclectic place to go and eat or hang out whatever you wanted to do get a tattoo <laughs> but uh it just keeps getting better bigger and better i think so um and the og is is part of that now with it it reopening so that's pretty yeah. cool how, how oh, big yeah. is that facility i've not been in it i i have to admit um so it's definitely smaller than here i don't know the exact square footage but i'd say you're looking at um possibly fitting about 50 to 70 people in there okay. um and then we're also going to have a new outdoor patio area and not as big as here but we're mm -hmm. really putting in some yeah. time and energy to making it just a whole experience and a great atmosphere in general excellent that's great cannot wait that's all kinds of except og reopening the uh, construction at the uh, Tryon location and the uh, excitement with the uh, Queen City Jam Fest of uh, Jam Session. That's going to be, man, whew, what a summer, friend. What a summer. I know. And for all the runners on here, um, we are hosting the Unity 5K on July mm -hmm. 16th at 10 a.m. Um, and basically, it's not a timed race or anything of that nature, but it's just a, a race in general to bring awareness to the systemic racism and injustices and the, you know, black community, yeah. the communities of color. Um, and so we're just encouraging people to come out and support that cause. That's great. Like you said, lots of stuff going on. <clears throat> so if people want to keep up with it, find out more information, where would they go? They can go on our website mm -hmm. under events, um, or they can find us on Facebook under events as well. And your website is? Notabrewing.com. No, not easy enough. There you go. Look Who's the you. creative genius behind that one? <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Ashley Roth, wow, what a treat to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time, friend. Yeah, thanks again for Thank having you, me. Ashley. It was great talking with you. Absolutely. We'll see you out there. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. 
One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.